Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cordell. You're listening to Steeler Nation. Hello, Steeler Nation. Welcome to your Steeler Nation podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises and my bookie. I'm your host, G Striker, and the Steelers are in trouble this weekend against the Buffalo Bills. But before we get into that, Steeler Nation, I want you to tell you about our great sponsors here, Total Sports Enterprises. Follow Total Sports ENT on Twitter. Also be following at Steeler Nation, at underscore SN Podcast. Retweet the tweet this week for a free Minka Fitzpatrick signed Color Rush jersey. All you got to do is follow those three and retweet it. You're entered to win. We are giving away that jersey on Sunday. So good luck, Steeler Nation. Be the first ones in and make sure you put in for that free Minka Fitzpatrick Color Rush jersey from our sponsors over at Total Sports ENT on Twitter. Guys, I hate this matchup. I was on the Overdue Bills podcast this past week. This is a very, very difficult matchup for Kenny Pickett's first start. I mean, unlike last year when we went into their place, first game of the season, completely healthy. I was super optimistic of that matchup. Steelers hit the ground running, made big defensive plans, held on to the football, stole a game in Buffalo, and earned it. Now, this year, way different. T.J. Watt, best player in the league, he's out. Witherspoon is out, our starting outside corner. Edmonds banged up in concussion protocol, don't know if he's going to play. Strong safety. Also, um, looks like Sutton is also our other starting corner. He's banged up. He's going to be questionable for this game, so we don't know if he's even going to be in playing. Everybody else, we got Wallace banged up. We've got Fitzpatrick banged up. Hayward, our other cornerstone piece on the defensive line. Banged up. Wormley banged up. So even though those guys are expected to play, Fitzpatrick, Wallace, Hayward, Wormley, they're all expected to play. They're not going to be 100%. And I'm concerned. I'm really concerned because that means Miles Jack, Okunjobi, Bush, and Highsmith are your only four starters from week one that are 100% healthy out of the eleven. I mean, you can throw Reed in there. I mean, you know he's he's backing up for Watt, but that's five of your 11 starters, less than half, that are completely healthy starting this game. I do not like that defense being that banged up going up against somebody like Josh Allen. I mean, the guy is an absolute elite passer in this league. I mean, hell, this defense, once they started getting some cracks and once some defenders started getting hurt and banged up last game, We blew a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter against Zach Wilson. Gives me no confidence being able to start stop an an incredibly talented quarterback, elite quarterback, top three quarterback like Josh Allen. Guy that hates to lose not only games, but plays in downs and distances. The guy is a competitor. Very, very tough matchup. So moving into this game, Kenny Pickett's first start. There's only one path that I see for victory this week. Number one, and it's got to be, we have to have all of these things fall into place for Kenny Pickett to earn his first victory. Number one, don't turn the ball over. 
We had three interceptions last game. I'll be at that last interception of the game. That is fine. I will live and die with a Hail Mary interception at the end of the game you're trying to win. That one I can throw out. It's the other two that were fought for, that knocked back, and ended up going to other people. Claypool not fighting for his interception. Ended up being a punt. But still, bad situation. And also, Fryermuth going through his hands. Something that rarely happens going to the other team. That cannot happen this week. Even if it's the fault of the receiver. We cannot turn the ball over in Buffalo. That's number one. Number two, Kenny Pickett, you need long, sustainable drives to help us win time of possession to give this banged-up defense the smallest amount of time to be on the field, number one. And number two, to limit the amount of drives that Josh Allen is going to have. That is number two. Number three, Pickett needs to score on a majority of those drives. Whether they end up in touchdowns or they end up in field goals, he has to score. That's the only way. Vi, go. Not talking to you until I'm done. Number four, defense has to find a way to get a couple stops. That has to be, find some way to get off the field. If we can get interception, force a fumble somewhere, bonus. But we have to score. We've got to control time of possession. Cannot turn the ball over. And Kenny's got to show that he has a command of this offense and has to do it on the road. A tough, tough task for Kenny, Kenny entering his first NFL start. Though Steeler NFL rookies have done an excellent job. We had a rookie record in 1976 with Mike Krushik winning his first six games when Terry Bradshaw went down, having that epic defense get him three shutouts. He didn't even score a touchdown in his, in his six starts that he won all six of his and is a rookie year before Terry could come back. But Ben Roethlisberger beat that record. He had 13 straight wins his rookie year. In 2004, when Tommy Maddox went down in that Ravens game, he started the next week, won every game of the regular season. Now, Kenny Pickett has the ability to tie Ben Roethlisberger if he wins out from week five through week 17. Got it. Or all, all those games, for the next, for our fifth game through our 17th game, he can win 13 games. Got a chance. I'm not betting on it, but he's got a chance. And Hal starts this week in Buffalo. Can he do it? I'm hoping he does. Because not only did he energize the team when he came out on the field, being able to move him up and down the field, but energize the Pittsburgh Steelers crowd who now feels that we can actually score with Kenny Pickett on the field. Guys, it is now time for questions from Steeler Nation, sponsored by Manscaped. One of my favorites. Where's Manscaped here? There we go. Manscaped.com. Guys, be sure to go out there. And take care of your member and your balls like Najee Harris knows how to take care of those balls. He doesn't put them on the ground. He wouldn't fumble those balls. Manscaped will do the same for you. Go out and get their platinum package. It comes with their lawnmower tr trimmer. Their weed whacker, ear, nose, and throat trimmer. Ball deodorant. Two-in-one body wash, shampoo, and conditioner. Boxer briefs. A travel bag. Get it all from Manscaped to help to turn your player 
into an MVP. And we all know what the P stands for, don't we? You down with MVP? Yeah, you know me. You down with MVP? Yeah, you know me. Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. Use promo code STEELERNATION, all caps, all one word, to get 20% off your order and free shipping. Take care of those balls, Steeler Nation. Manscaped.com. Guys, go on over to SteelerNation.com in the football forum. It is free to join. I get all my questions for the condensed podcast from SteelerNation.com in a thread each week. Join it for free and be part of the fun and get these questions answered. First questions coming over from member slash steel. Striker, will you start wearing gloves to pay tribute to Kenny? <laughs> I am all for having advantage of Kenny with his small hands and that Pittsburgh weather wearing those gloves. Definitely. And I will be wearing my gloves at the outdoor games here in the next couple weeks because it's going to start getting cold, but I will definitely do it in his honor. I'll be wearing receiver gloves too. I like the tackiness of the receiver gloves. Being able to use them in the colder weather definitely helps out a lot. That was a fun one. Definitely love that one. Also from Slash, is it time to give Loudermilk a hat over Alu-Alu? Um, perhaps, but I think Alu-Alu is actually behind Leal as a defensive tackle and not a nose tackle. I don't think he's in the nose tackle spot. I think like Okunjobi, I know he can play some zero tech there at the nose. Adams is starting now, obviously. Um, don't know what they can do, at least for Alu-Alu being active on game day. I think they're rotating him in because he's a vet presence. He'll keep him fresh. Not having to start all the time will also help him in his reps too. Um, next question from still Slash Steel. We got a couple here from Slash. Uh, how long will it take Kenny to get adjusted to the NFL? Now, I think he's already NFL ready. I think he's already adjusted to the NFL. Uh, I watched him play in that last game. He had command of the huddle, getting them in and out, played with some pacing, looked poised in the pocket, delivered the ball, knows exactly where he wanted to go with the ball, got it out quickly. Um, I like his poise both in the huddle and the command on the field. I think he's already NFL, NFL ready and doesn't really need to take any more adjusting. And that's one of the things the Steelers coaches liked about him. They thought he was an out-of-the-box, ready-to-go NFL starter. They did the right thing. They had an open competition. They stayed with Trubisky. Trubisky was hot in the preseason. I don't fault them for that. But Trubisky fell off when the regular season started. He could not move the football. Could not. And it was time to make a change. Last question. or Sorry, next question from Slash. Next four games is is the out, what is the outcome for the Steelers wins versus losses? We've got the Bills at the Bills versus the Bucks at home at Miami at Philadelphia. I'll tell you one thing. Steelers, honestly, they need to take two of those games. I mean, realistically, they might take one. I hope they can take two, but I'm not optimistic until we get Watt back. Once we start getting Watt back, this defense and this team is going to be a different team. But that's what I'm looking at in the next four. Last question from Slash Steel. Will the Steelers trade away anyone? If they do, who is your guess on if they on who they would trade? There's only one guess and one good trade option, honestly, on this roster, and that's Mason Rudolph. Um, the NFL needs quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are starting to get hurt. Uh, the commodity is starting to rise. But Steelers want a day two pick. And unless we're getting a third rounder for Mason Rudolph, he's going to be on our roster honestly. And I think it's about time to warrant 
a quarterback with NFL starts in this league that has winning record in this in this league as a starter, he should be able to merit a third rounder now that teams really are starting to get banged up at the quarterback position and need a healthy quarterback to come in and help their team out. I think a third rounder is a good place to go to get somebody like Rudolph, but we'll have to see. Still not holding my breath that he's going to move, but that would be the only one I'd see. Next question's from Matt Insomniac. If you can make three moves to upgrade any components, players, coaches, or scheme, et cetera, to fix this team, what would they be? I feel like on paper, there's a metric ton of talent here, but it isn't working in unison. And I agree. I agree. The, the offense, um, definitely, I mean, I'll get to that in a second, but the first, first thing I can do to help this team out, Mad, it's getting back TJ Watt. This defense has gone from unstoppable, playing the Super Bowl contender week one, dominating them at their location on the road until we started getting banged up at the end of that game. TJ Watt is a difference maker, best player in the league. There's a difference when TJ Watt is on the field and not on the field. That alone will make this defense 100% better. Absolutely. Because everybody is keying on TJ Watt, a man that they cannot stop blocking two guys, blocking three guys on the guy. That means everybody else is in one-on-one matchups or has a free run. That's what happens when TJ Watt's on the field. Why haven't we had four interceptions in a game since TJ Watt went out? Because TJ Watt was taking up all the pressure, all of the scheming in the in the first game. You put him back on the field, they're going to be worried about Watt again. The secondary will again feast. That's what I'm looking for. That's the biggest move right there. Um, number two, uh, I think honestly too, the scheme is going to start correcting itself on offense uh, with changing from Trubisky over to Pickett. Canada was getting our young offense in a consistently in third and short, third and five, four, three, two, or one. Trubisky just couldn't convert it. What was our offensive identity under Mitchell Trubisky? It was three and out. That was our offensive identity. Instantly put in Kenny Pickett. We start converting drives. We start converting thirds and shorts, fourth and short. We went on in his first drive. Got it. Getting into the end zones on. First, on goal-to-go situations and short yardage. That is the difference. That is what we need to get the offense moving. So that's a big change right there. Number three, we've got to challenge our playmakers to make big plays. The talent is there. We got a new quarterback, and he's going to take some chances. He's going to give these big receivers, like Claypool, like Pickens, a chance to make plays on these footballs, but they've got to be the ones to go up fight for those footballs, make those plays for his quarterback. Those are the three biggest moves that I can see. They're all schematic and they're all going to happen in the season at one point or another. I cannot wait for Watt to get back because I think that's going to be our biggest one. Great question there, Mad. Next question from Blitz. At one and three, we're only one game out of the division race. Am I crazy to think we have a chance? No, you're not crazy. We, we have a chance. We have a chance to make it to the playoffs. It's a tough one. We start getting some injured players back. If Pickett starts playing well, gives us a chance to win these games. I know it's a tall task for a rookie quarterback, but there's a chance. (laughs) Still, I think 10 wins is what it's going to take to make the playoffs this year in the AFC. Heck, the way they're playing this year might take nine wins, but the Steelers have to find a way to win another eight or nine games. And 
that could be a tall task moving down. Next questions from Drink Iron City. Howdy there, Striker. Thanks for doing these. Yes, great job in doing so. You are very welcome. And thank you very much for all the great questions as always, Drink Iron City. First question, Gunner is deactivated going Sims, giving Sims the go. Is this a should have been done sooner thing? Uh, I don't think so, DIC. Um, honestly, I don't think any of us expected Gunner to put two balls on the ground in four games, especially the way he was playing in the preseason, looked good, looked nice and quick, getting nice returns for us, had a nice punt return for us this year as well. Um, but you can't put balls on the ground. Hell, he even looked good as a receiver in the preseason. But I think we didn't know who what, what he was going to become when the season started. It's becoming a trend. A, a change has to be made. Though, I also think Austin not being healthy through all the preseason hurt our ability to be able to have two guys competing for that punt return or kick return or spot at a 1A, 1B type level. Now we're starting to get Austin back. He's off of injured reserve. He, we, he's not on our roster yet. He's got three weeks of roster exemption until we put him into a game. Then he has to become the, on the roster. So who's it going to be coming off that roster? Is it going to be Sims? Who I thought it was going to be Sims, but now is it going to be Gunner? We will have to see. That's going to be a really interesting find. Moving up. Next question. How does Clay Puff, I know you're making Claypool, but play so small. I would think the jugs machine and extra body positioning with a position coach would help. Uh, I, I think this goes beyond coaching here, um, uh, DIC. I, I think this is more uh, Claypool just getting used to not really fighting for the football these last two years because he hasn't had as many op opportunities for getting footballs down the field with Ben getting banged up after week 10, not being able to deliver balls down the field. He's constantly fighting on the sideline for balls. We had a ball go right down the middle of the field for him to be able to jump one-on-one. -on -one with the defender was on the inside positioning should have stepped up and jumped for the football and had it easily. He played passively. The defender made a one-handed play on his back hip to intercept the ball. Much shorter defender should never have happened. So moving forward, Claypool's got to put on his big boy pants and start attacking that ball in the air again, because the D would not have had a shot at the, at that interception at all if he made an effort on the high pointing of that ball, which he did his rookie year. So that's what he needs to do. It's to continue to be aggressive to help Kenny out because he's going to start getting opportunities now. And that team needs to start fighting and they are willing to fight for this quarterback. He's their new guy. They are, they're excited for it and they know they have to help him win games. That's what it's going to take. And Claypool's got to put on his big boy pants to do that. Last question. Oh, Canada seems to be holding this offense back from us being able to see if the scheme can even work in the NFL. Could a different play caller be used and possibly make this O and scheme appear NFL ready? It's exactly what I talked about earlier in the show here, Drink Iron City. I think a change in quarterback has already shown that they can score two touchdowns and a half, whereas they were scoring two touchdowns in two and a half games underneath the Trubisky. That's the big difference. So switching to Kenny right now is the right choice for this offense because he's the one converting these third downs and short that, that Canada is putting this offense into with our scheming. We're getting wins on first down, picking up three, four, five yards on first downs, putting us into third and manageables. Kenny's the guy that can convert it both with his feet or throwing a ball to a wide open person. And I'm looking forward to him continuing to do that as well. So 
we'll see it starting up coming up this game. Um, last comment, always listen to these while making supper and enjoy the crap out of them. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Drink Iron City, for all the great questions. Little disappointed you didn't ask me an oddball question, but we'll get it from you next year or sorry, next week for the next uh, podcast. Salute the nation and salute you, Drink Iron City. Guys, be sure to check out our other sponsor, MyBookie. Use promo code STEELERNATION, all one word, at mybookie.ag. Start up a new account. You get double your deposit. Put in 25 bucks, you get 50. Put in 100, get 200. All the way up to 1,000, you get 2,000 bucks. Mybookie.com. Good luck with your betting. Take Buffalo to cover. <laughs> you want to make money this week? Buffalo to cover is my safe bet at mybookie.com. Be sure to check out our sponsor, Total Sports Enterprises, tseshop.com. Also had that great jersey that we were talking about. Get that Minka Fitzpatrick signed jersey. Color us jersey, Steeler Nation. Follow over at Total Sports ENT. Grab that tweet. Follow Total Sports ENT. Follow at Steeler Nation. Follow the podcast at underscore SN Podcast on Twitter. Retweet it. Automatically enter to win that Minka Fitzpatrick jersey. Good luck, Steeler Nation. I hope one of my listeners here grab it. Follow the vidcast. We're going to be coming out on the vidcast. Should be Tuesday this week at 7 o'clock. If you're following us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Steeler Nation, subscribe to our channel. You are the first to know when our vidcast is coming up. And also, I record these podcasts directly. So the our, our podcast subscribers or our, our uh, subscribers on YouTube get to see the podcast as it's recorded before it gets released on the other formats. That's how you get in the know over at YouTube slash Steeler Nation. Read our great Pittsburgh Steeler-focused articles at SteelerNation.com. Tweet us. Follow Steeler Nation on Twitter at Steeler Nation. Instagram us and Facebook is at SteelerNation.com. Follow Steeler Nation podcast on Twitter at underscore SN podcast. Or follow me, Steeler Nation striker at SN striker on Instagram, on Twitter, on Tickety Talk at SN striker. Guys, that is all the time I have for the Steeler Nation podcast. Sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. Manscaped and my bookie. I am your host, G Striker, rooting along with you as always. Go Steelers! <laughs>